Entrepreneur on Fire 822. Your employees don't suck. Your systems suck. So if you want to have better employees, if you want to have a better business, you better get your head around your systems. John Lee Dumas presents EO Fire and FreePodcastCourse.com. Launch your podcast in 15 days and ignite. Hiring? With ZipRecruiter, you can post to 50-plus job sites, including social networks like LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, all with a single click. Post a free job at ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Set your business apart from the competition by rediscovering the lost art of human interaction. Visit callruby.com slash fire and use promo code fire. In addition to your 14-day free trial, you'll receive 5% off plans plus free activation. Entrepreneurs, near and far, Johnny Doom is here and I am fired up to bring you our feature guest today, Corbett Miller. Corbett, are you prepared to ignite... I am ready to roll. Yes. Corbett is a serial entrepreneur who has owned one of the most successful martial arts schools in the state of Washington for the last 18 years. He is also a real estate investor, a rare horse breeder, and is father to three awesome girls with his wife of 18 years. In his book, Demythify, Corbett teaches entrepreneurs how to create freedom in their business using 21st century tools for business development. Corbett, I've given Fire Nation just a little insight, so share more about you personally, then expand upon the biz. Mark Twain said that it's a lucky person that can make his vacation his vocation, and I've been able to do that for the last 20 years. And, you know, so what what I've done, though, is is I've also seen people that, you know, have, have done the exact same thing that I've done and has wound up actually hating their business. People that literally run around in their pajamas and have fun for a living, <laughs> they'll wind up hating what they're doing. And, um, you know, for me, it's something that what I really want to do is I want to help other people because there was a process that I went through to get to the point where, you know, I, after 20 years of doing my business and, you know, producing great students and venturing off into other things, I, I, I still, I, I've really kind of, um, you know, it's not always rainbows and unicorns, mind you, but it's, it's something that I really enjoy being an entrepreneur and, and still love my business. So that's really what I want to help other people to do is I want people to, to find freedom in their small business. And, and that word gets tossed around a lot. But, you know, I, I really want people to be able to do that, to be able to enjoy the ride. Well, Corbett, you and I have a lot to talk about today as far as Fire Nation pulling out some golden nuggets so that they, our listeners, can enjoy their ride even more. So Fire Nation, pay attention. And before we get into that, Corbett, we always start with a success quote. So share that quote and why you chose it. My instructor, one of the reasons why I was recruited out here in Seattle to run one of my instructor's schools was he was a student of the legendary Bruce Lee, who's kind of taken on a new persona with memes and cool kind of pithy kind of uh, hip, hippie hipster kind of sayings. But um, Bruce Lee has a major role in my life and he is someone that I, I, I owe everything to. So it's only fitting that I would put him as uh, the forefront in this quote. So Bruce Lee said that knowing is not enough, we must apply. And, and willing is not enough, we must do. And, and so in the 21st century, I think we're drowning in information, but yet we're starving for wisdom. I think that sometimes we can li- listen passively to things like, like this great podcast. I mean, there's, you, know, you have so many great resources for entrepreneurs of any level, but yet sometimes we kind of forget that. I and mean, it's just, it kind of bounces off of our skull and we don't really have a placeholder for all that information. 
So uh, what I want to encourage people to do is to take that idea of, of knowing and really taking it from knowing to applying. And that's really, you know, the, that's how you're going to be able to find freedom in your small business is by really having that philosophy at the forefront of your brain. There are absolutely some people in Fire Nation right now, Corbett, who are listening to this podcast very actively. But there are definitely some people, and hopefully their ears are perking up right now, who are listening to this passively. And I've been guilty myself of listening to a great podcast, kind of drifting off, and then coming back to reality being like, man, I wonder what I missed. So Fire Nation, let's challenge ourselves today to really focus on Corbett. And Corbett, You have quite the journey, my friend. We're going to talk about successes, about light bulbs going on, but we're going to start with a failure, an obstacle that you faced in your journey. So tell us that story. Take us to that moment. Well, for me, you know, when I started martial arts in the 1980s, you know, it was something that I knew. I mean, I was passionate about martial arts. I, 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 I always dreamt of having a school myself. And I, I went to college and was training at the same time. And it was just, it was, a, it was great to be able to do that. And I had this wonderful opportunity to actually help run one of Bruce Lee's original students' schools here in Seattle. Whoa. And it was just a, a great opportunity for me. Um, but at the same time, it was something that, you know, after I graduated and I came out here, it was something that, you know, almost everything to a fault that I tried to do in the business failed. <laughs> it was just like one thing after another. And, you know, again, it was something that was frustrating to me, but it was something that was a great learning experience. It was really kind of taking that, you know, in, in jujitsu, the art that I, I love to train in, it's, we always say there's either, there's either wins or learns. And, and so it's, it's a lot of learning experiences at that time. And it was just a great, chance to be able to be what they used to call me the in-resident monk. So I would literally live in the back of the school. <laughs> I traveled all over the world with this instructor and uh, it was just a great time. It was a great primer for me to have my own business and to really get my head around this idea of creating systems. And, and that's really, you know, um, that was the failure for me, one of the bigger ones. But it was something that out of that really gave me a, a great um, education, if you will. And, you know, they always say experience is the greatest teacher. And it was just a, a great time for me to be able to kind of do that. And I, and I owe it, uh, James DeMille and his wife, Irene, so much. Experience is truly the greatest teacher. And that's why it's so, like, just incredible for me to look back on these 820 plus interviews that I've <laughs> done. And, and that's what I attribute my success to is, Corbett, the experience that I've gained from listening to incredibly successful entrepreneurs and you, Fire Nation, have every much of an opportunity as I now have of listening to these great entrepreneurs because you're hearing them right now. The same exact words that I'm hearing are coming through your headphones too. So it's so powerful that you're actually taking action and getting the experience of these great entrepreneurs, of Corbett and others. That's my big takeaway, Corbett. But what do you want our listeners to really walk away with? You know, if you could just name maybe one thing from that experience in your life that we, Fire Nation, can apply to our lives. Well, I think it's being observant and, and really, you know, trying to look at a deeper meaning for things that happen in our lives. And again, it, it, there's a, a million challenges that we have as entrepreneurs. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, whether it's being audited, whether it's like uh, <laughs> things that happen in terms of, you know, losing a client or, you know, when I first started my school after uh, in 1996, I remember when it was right around this time. I remember there was, you know, we never, we rarely get snow in the city of Seattle, but sure. we had this, this soup, this flash snowstorm. And then all of a sudden the, uh, it, it melted and there were roofs collapsing all over the city that, that I had my school in. And I was like, nah, it's not going to happen with my school. And I remember 
opening the door Ugh. and not even turning on the light. And it sounded like someone was pouring water. It was literally something that I, I went over on the side. Of them. I, I, I didn't even turn the lights on. I sat on, on the side and I just like tried to breathe through it. Ugh. And it was something that, you know, uh, we were, we had no money. We were like leverage to the hill. Right. We had like a kid on the way. We had our first house. It was all these things, but it was really the lessons of perseverance that I learned, you know, in those formative years of really just kind of sticking to it and getting going that, that really kind of helped me through that. And I think that's, you know, um, there's always going to be trials and tribulations. And, you know, if you can look for the deeper meaning, then really what you're going to do is you're going to be able to come out on top, which is, I think is, is, is a great lesson for any entrepreneur. Two of those words that you use that I just love, perseverance and be observant. I mean, Fire Nation, be observant. So, Corbett, I want to shift now because you've been telling some great stories, and I want to continue this story chain. And again, I want you to take us with you to these moments that you're having. And these, this moment specifically is a light bulb going on or an epiphany that you've had or an aha moment. What is that story? Tell us that. Well, again, I kind of alluded to it a little bit earlier. Whether it's a martial arts school, a plumbing contractor, or it's a, a, a new tech startup, you always have very similar challenges in terms of scale. You have, I, there's a, Simon Sinek talks about this, this uh, great idea that you know, humans have a problem with scale. In my case, it's really easy to teach one student. It's very difficult to teach 250 well. Right? Right. It's, it's easy to have one horse. It's a challenge to have seven horses and two babies running around on the pasture. It's a challenge to it's it's a challenge to have one rental property, but it's a challenge to have five. All right. So what what happens is as we scale our businesses, it's really that's the title of my book is demythify because I think people think that because you're successful, this going to solve all your problems. <laughs> and and if it's like uh, you know when people really get into the the thick of their business and it starts to become successful, profit can create more problems because there's more stress, there's more challenges that come up. And the aha moment for me was really talking to one of my friends that has more students than I do that you know it has you know it seems to have it all together and we're having this conversation and he's getting ready to put the for sale sign up in his school and this guy uh, he loves martial arts as much as I do. Right. But it's, it's really, you know, it's the death by a million paper cuts that people suffer in, our, in any business, whether they, that's their passion that they have or it's just something that they, they're good at doing. And so what I did is I really started to look at the distinctions that I was making and, and really come up with this idea of demythifying your business. And it's really, you know, um, at the CIA headquarters, there's this inscription that says, and, and, and you shall know the truth and the truth will set you free. But in the small business world, the, the, the quote should read, and you shall know and teach the system, and the systems will set you free. Ooh. Because if you, want, if you want freedom in your business, you have to create systems. And nowadays, you know, again, my book is not just a picture book. It's not a coffee table book. It's actually kind of a nuts and bolts, nitty gritty of how to create business processes, how to be able to greet a new client, how to be able to do inventory, and how to be able to do that using the Google Drive. It's free technology, but you can literally create systems. Because I remember when I first started to create systems in my business, we did it with like paper checklists. And, you know, I would even make a video on VHS. That goes to show you how old school I am, right? <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's really about, you know, the drive allows you to be able to create a form and really you can embed video in the form and charts and 
pictures. And then you, when you can assign that to anyone anywhere on the planet as long as they have an internet connection. And what's cool, then the other part about that is that then you can start, you can be able to manage that checklist, manage that business process anywhere on the planet by looking at the results of that, that form that you've created. So it's, it's really neat. And again, that's something I helped my friend out with. And that was really the impetus for the book and the course that I created was really being able to look at what an entrepreneur's life is. And when they start to scale, what are the challenges that they have? Uh, and anyone that supervised uh, people that if you don't have systems, if you don't have airtight systems, very often supervising people can be, you know, one of the more challenging parts of, of any business. And again, to scale your business, you have you have to duplicate your efforts and, and have employees, whether they're virtual employees, whether they're an assistant that you have offsite or they're someone that's in your brick and mortar business. This technology can work the same way. So that's really, you know, again, it was not that long ago that I, I really started to kind of parse this out because my friend was like, this is super cool stuff that you're doing, but people need to hear about it. And that's really what I want to bring to people. Corbett, I want to take a second and talk about death by a million paper cuts. Let's kind of get specific about this. What do you exactly mean about this with our listeners, Fire Nation, who are entrepreneurs, who are entrepreneurs, who are small business owners? And give us one way that we can avoid this. Well, you know, again, it's, it's a conversation of, about really why people start their business, right? So it's, it's people want time wealth. They, they want to be wealthy, right? They want to be wealthy, but not just in terms of dollars, because I know a lot of people that are, are wealthy just financially, and, and they hate what's going on in their life. They don't own a second of their own lives. Exactly. You, you know those people. And that was the thing that, you know, when I started my business, um, you know, 18 years ago, uh, my, my in-laws were so supportive. And they were this really neat Seattle kind of people that my mother-in-law was this neat nexus of she was a CPA and a Jungian psychologist. Ooh. So we would literally sit up till like five in the morning, roughing out this business plan. But the conversations weren't just about dollars and cents, but they were about lifestyle. And what do you want this business to look like, right? So again, people want to be wealthy, but they want wealth of time. They don't want to be tied to their business every minute. They don't want to have to be there micromanaging people constantly. And that's, that's really one of the ideas that in the book we talk about is that people want to be uh, – they want to have time wealth. But they also want to have place wealth. You want to be able to move. You want to be mobile. You don't want to be just always having to be there you know, at the business. So the system allows you to be able to do that. And the most important wealth that I think people want from being an entrepreneur is they want to be emotionally wealthy. So what does that mean? It was this, there was this great uh, podcast. Again, I'm always listening. I'm always out there trying to find right? great stuff. Tim Ferriss, who was on your show, he had this great little mini podcast, and it was about ego depletion. And this is, this is why this is the death by a million paper cuts in a nutshell. What it is is um, the more decisions you're forced to make in a day – you want to think about it like hit points, like in a video game or something, right? So you only have so many hit points in a day. And the more decisions that you make, the more your ego is depleted. There's actually you know, scholarly research that supports this. It was written up in the New York Times, uh, a great article. But you know, the, the more decisions you make, the less willpower and self-discipline you have at the end of the day or as time goes on. And how do they measure this? Well, they had people um, make decisions around these different products. Do you like you know, the, the blue shirt or the black shirt? They did all these different decisions. And they had people plunge their hands and a bucket of cold water, <laughs> all right? And the test of self-discipline is how long can you keep your hand inside that bucket of cold water before you pull it out? 
Well, the people that had to make all the decisions compared to the control group that didn't have to make those decisions could only hold their hand under that water for 40% of the time of the people that didn't suffer from ego depletion. So death by a million paper cuts, don't have systems in your business. Have to do it all yourself. Run around to everyone trying to manage what they're doing. And you'll find out really quickly that you won't be, you'll go home and you'll be, you, you won't want to, you know, hang out with your family. <laughs> you'll be tired around your kids. You won't want to enjoy your hobbies anymore. And again, that's, that's the thing that saps people's energy is not having the systems created. And then it, it, you're, you wind up having to make all the decisions. So true. And, and it's, it's a challenge for a business owner. And again, that's something that you have to kind of stand guard at, 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 at your system so that they think for you. They make decisions for you as opposed to you being the arbiter of what goes and what doesn't go. And Fire Nation, that's why we talk about the importance specifically of morning routines. And Tim Ferriss talks about this really eloquently yeah. as well. But my morning routine, Corbett, is so dialed in. Like I am in cruise control for the morning. I know I'm taking my 35-minute power walk. I'm coming back. Everything's laid out for my power shake. You know, I know I'm sitting on the computer. I know exactly what I'm doing. I'm not using mental bandwidth to make decisions early in the morning. And because of that, I'm not depleting that ego you're talking about. I'm not depleting that power meter that I have in Fire Nation. Look at your days. What are things that are depleting your power meters, your ego throughout the day? And make those into routines. Don't recreate the wheel every single time because that's sapping your energy, your brain with your power. Don't do it. And what I really want to do right now, Corbett, is just take one more second and talk with Fire Nation about time wealth, place wealth, emotional health. These are three things that Fire Nation, you might not be thinking about that often, unfortunately, that it's not just dollars, it's time, it's place, location, it's emotional, how you're feeling. These are just such key things that Corbett's bringing up that I really want you to think about and go back and listen again when he's talking about these three things specifically to really make sure that you are getting a grasp of what true wealth is. And Corbett, I want to talk about your proudest entrepreneurial moment. Tell us that story. Take us to that moment in time. So I have a, a friend. We we were working together on on his business, and it was something that, you know, he showed me all the systems that he created. It was something that, you know, he was like, you know, he had his program manager's jobs description uh, created from the Monday to Friday, yeah. and, he, and it was something that, you know, it was something that he could point to that and say, look. I don't have to do that anymore. I don't have to make those decisions around, you know, what we're going to be doing at any given point. I've been able to kind of take that and lift that task off of my psyche and place it truly onto my staff. So that's how I've, tr- I've fully delegated that, that task or, or those, those tasks to my staff. And that's really something that for me, where I'm at in my life, helping other people to create that independence. Because again, everyone starts with a passion in their business, but it's really easy that they get to eroded over time. So when, when my client in, in the UK showed me like how he's laid out his entire week for his, his staff uh, from A to Z, it was just something that I, was, <laughs> I smiled inside because it was something that really made me proud. Mm, that's so cool. And let's take things to today, Corbett present time. What is the one thing that just has you most fired up above everything else? This idea of helping small business owners with this idea called the magic hour. And a magic hour is when the sun comes up, if you have a small business, you have to take an hour and work 
on your business, not just in it. And I think it's so easy to get caught up in the thick of thin things that you, you forget that the most important time in your business is camming your business. So where it's – I'm from Michigan originally, so I have a lot of car analogies. But <laughs> you want to create a camshaft. Uh, it's sort of uh, – for those people that aren't so mechanically incli- inclined, a cam is a, a mechanical device that translates rotational movement. So in other words, you could sort of trans, uh, think of that as spinning your wheels. What a cam does is it translates rotational movement into a straight line. And that's what we do through this idea of your magic hour. And CAM stands for something. It stands for create, assign, and manage. So what we do is we help people to be able to, to understand through the drive how to be able to create, how to assign those tasks via a checklist on a calendar, you know, via an email to a virtual assistant. And then we show them how to be able to manage it. We can teach people how to manage their, their checklist of their staff quicker than they can read a social media feed. And it's, it's really powerful. And again, that's what I'm all about, is really being able to kind of bring that to people. Because again, I, I think it's something that if we can do that, it really, it really helps business owners to do what's most important. And then it, it frees you. It frees you because your ego is not depleted, but it also gives you time and mind space to be thinking about new opportunities and to be able to, to listen to podcasts and generate yeah. new ideas and, <laughs> and really give you, uh, again, that sense of freedom that we're all looking for in the small business. Create, assign, manage, Fire Nation. Love those three words. And Corbett, we're about to enter the lightning round, but before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Great businesses are driven by great customer experiences, and that's a fact. According to the American Express survey, three in five people would try a new brand or company for a better service experience. That's more than 50%. That's what makes Ruby so great. Their highly trained team of receptionists can handle all your nationwide calls with a perfect mix of friendliness and professionalism. With Ruby, you'll elevate your business to stand out from the competition simply by being there when your customers need you most. At Ruby, it's not just about what they do, it's how they do it. Think of Ruby as your company's ambassador. Exclusive offer, Fire Nation. Use promo code FIRE. And in addition to your 14-day free trial, you'll receive 5% off all pricing plans plus free activation, a $95 value. That's callruby.com slash FIRE, promo code FIRE. Are you looking to grow your team, maximize your time, and start putting systems in place that will help you run your business most efficiently? I know firsthand that growing a team isn't easy, especially when everyone's seeking out the best candidates. With ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job to 50 plus job sites, including Craigslist and social networks like LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, all with a single click. Find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Just post once and watch your qualified candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy to use interface. With an interface that's easy to use and that tracks all of your job posts and all of your candidates, you'll be growing your team in no time. Plus, it's easy to find your best candidates because ZipRecruiter.com will automatically highlight them for you. Try ZipRecruiter to find out why they've been used by over 200,000 businesses. Right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Again, try ZipRecruiter for free. You must go to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Corbett, welcome to the lightning round where you get to share incredible insights and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Got it. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? 
Well, I think it was fear. I, I think, you know, um, being an entrepreneur for most of my adult life, I know that in, in many things, whether it be, you know, with our, our horse business or with real estate or, you know, with even scaling our school up, there was a certain amount of fear that I had. And again, I think it was based on, you know, really the ecology, the consequences of what was going on in the business that I didn't want. Because I, I, there was examples of, around me of people that they just, you know, they worked their life and their career that they weren't very satisfied with. And, you know, it wasn't something that they were excited about or passionate about. And then they wound up one day thinking, where's time gone? What have I done with my life? So the fear for me was, was you know, taking that plunge into a, a lifestyle business, which is what I'm involved in, but not being able to make a go of it. And it's, it's, it's been, uh, I'm glad that I did that. And it was, uh, you know, again, I go back to my in-laws. My, my in-laws, there was a pivotal time for me when I was going to uh, go to work for a, a major software company that's somewhere in the, uh, the area where I'm at here in Seattle. And my father-in-law sat me down and he said, you know what? You're going to want to go back to this someday. So here's some money. Here's some support. And we're going to get you going in this because this is really important to you. So that was uh, um, you know, something that, that support really helped me over that little bit of fear. What is the best advice you've ever received? <laughs> this is interesting. I remember this was about 10 years ago. I, I was complaining about my staff. And it was to one of my mentors and he was, he's kind of a, a neat mix between like, uh, he looks like Willie Nelson and Clint Eastwood combined. <laughs> so, uh, but, uh, he said, you know what? Your employees don't suck. Your systems suck. So if you want to have better employees, if you want to have a better business, you better get your head around your systems. And that was something that stuck with me and I really ran with. Share one of your personal habits, Corbett, that you believe contributes to your success. Well, again, you know, I'm always out there, uh, you know, looking for new information. I, you know, I, I really think that, you know, being a student in whatever business that you're in is, is important. But I, I think, again, you know, journaling is something that, you know, I have journals going back to, to the 80s of technical skills that I've worked on in the martial arts and my business life. And just, you know, I, I ran over, across one of those from when I first uh, had uh, my business. And I, it was when my daughters were first being born. And, and it was something that, you know, I, I just look back at that as kind of a priceless tool for me in terms of, you know, getting my thoughts straight, really kind of, you know, there's a process in writing that I think is, is cathartic, but it's also something that can really help you to get a direction in terms of what you want to be doing. And I, I, I think that everyone in a small business should have a CAM plan. <laughs> how you're creating, assigning, and managing your business. So if you can do that, that really helps out on that level too. Do you have an internet resource like Evernote that you can share with our listeners? I use Evernote, but I'll tell you, the Google Drive is one of those uh, those tools that I think is glossed over by entrepreneurs that is so powerful. I mean, to be, to be I mean, for me, if you would have told me 10 years ago that you're going to have a tool, Corbett, that you can create a system for your staff where you can put a video of the best practice of how to do exactly what you want done so you'll never have to teach that to someone. I mean, you'll have to like, you know, go back and give them refreshers on it and you have to manage people. That'll be a part of it. But to say that, that that's going to be a free tool that you'll have at your fingertips that you can, you know, uh, create rich checklists and business processes for your, your, your staff. I just said you're crazy. I mean, I think it's just, <laughs> it's just an amazing tool. If you could recommend one book for our listeners to join Demythify on the show notes page, what would it be and why? Well, I think the granddaddy of all books for small business systems is The E-Myth by Michael Gerber. And it's, it's you know, my book is, is a, 
his book is a 30,000 foot view of what a business should look like with org charts and with, you know, um, you know, mission statements and that sort of idea and, and really kind of thinking about, you know, the, the big picture. Mine is much more of a micro view. It's teaching you how to be able to delegate effectively. So if his is 30,000 feet, mine is 100 feet above your business looking at what's going on on a day by day basis. Well, Fire Nation, I know the you love audio, so I teamed up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at eofirebook.com. Corbett, this next question's the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I would do what I've got 20,000 hours of doing, and that is teaching martial arts. Uh, And, you know, there's a reason why people like Josh Waitzkin, Tim Ferriss, Robert Downey Jr., Anthony Bourdain, Ashton Kutcher, Guy Ritchie, all these people are martial arts. Yeah, Josh. Oh, nice. No, 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 I'm not. But my original mentor, uh, Jamie Tardy, was. Awesome. Well, there's a reason why people do martial arts. It's very engaging. It's, it's this, it's this um, especially jujitsu, is this great mind-body exercise that you know, is very stimulating to people. And that's what I would go about doing. And uh, because I have my laptop, I would have all of my systems for my business at my fingertips, ready to rebuild my business in record time. Boom. Corbett, let's end today on fire with you sharing one parting piece of guidance, the best way we can connect with you, then we'll say goodbye. There's this quick story of my father-in-law who is a master carpenter and a, th- a theologian. <laughs> Another great, great mix. <laughs> but we were framing in, uh, we were at this rental, we were framing in this door. And, you know, if, I, if there's like rough carpentry, I'm like three steps below rough carpentry. He's a master carpenter, I'm a rough carpenter. And there were two doors that needed to get installed. So he said, you want to race it so you can install the door the quickest? I said, sure. So we, we squared off like gunfighters and I went to one corner of the room and he on the other side. And it sounded like it was like gunfire going off. I heard nail guns and hammers and saws. And here I am trying to like maneuver this door in between this, in this wall hole, you know, and, you know, after about five, 10 minutes, I finally get the door stable enough. And I look around and there's my father-in-law sitting down on his toolbox <laughs> with the door already installed. The point is that you know, we have lots of tools. In other words, my father-in-law had the same tools that I did, but he was just a master at it. And so, you know, to be a master at business development, you have to spend the time. You got to put the time in and it's, and it's a marathon, not a sprint. And, you know, I think if people really get their head around that, that can make a, a game-changing shift in 2015 for them is that they can really um, have the business that they want, but then also to be able to have the freedom that they want and deserve. And if people have questions about uh, my book, they can reach me at Corbett, K-O-R-B-E-T-T dot Miller, M-I-L-L-E-R at gmail.com. Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you have been hanging out with Corbett and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Type Corbett, K-O-R-B-E-T-T in the search bar. His show notes page will pop right up with everything that we've been talking about today. And Corbett, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation. And for that, my friends, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you, John. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for joining me today on Entrepreneur on Fire. 
Head over to eofire.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. Want more awesomeness? Check out our webinar workshop today at freewebinarworkshop.com and you'll be webinaring like a pro. See you there.